Tormented her citizens has just announced she is leaving office. Here she was moments ago. Announcing that I will not be seeking re election. And that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. Most authoritarian leader that country has ever had, and no one else comes close. An appalling abuser of human rights of her own people. She, of course, earned the admiration of Western leaders, including former CIA director Michael Hayden, by ushering in an era of near totalitarianism in New Zealand. She shut down the entire country over a single COVID case. She told everyone to stay in their bubbles. She told citizens to inform on their neighbors by calling the police if they saw them outside. I'm not making this up, by the way. We kept a video record. Here's some of it. Stay local. And do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbours. Please keep to your bubbles. It comes down again to those very simple principles. We know from overseas uh, cases of the Delta variant that it can be spread by people simply walking past one another. So keep those movements outside to the bare minimum. If someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested, they have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days they have to stay on for another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility longer. So I think people, most people will look at that and say, I'll take, the, I'll take the test. You can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside. Luxury. What are the chances she was a puppet of the Chinese government? We don't. Have enough evidence to prove that, but we would rate that as about 100% likely. And who is the main agent of the Chinese government? He said China is the model a month ago. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, that is the criminal consortium that the big mega banks use to merge us with communist China. He got hounded by reporters last night. Victor Borla got destroyed by rebel media in the most epic Uh, tag team you're ever going to see. That's coming up. We have all this news of the globalist and their whole agenda falling apart at every level because it's their great reset. It's their war for the world. And as humanity wakes up to the fact that they're waging war against us, they're going to be in the spotlight, something they didn't want to be in. They want to be in the spotlight as our saviors, not the ones causing all the big problems. So you have the out-of-control protege of Klaus Schwab in New Zealand. We have guests from New Zealand joining us at the fourth hour to talk about it. Being singled out by Klaus Schwab and the UN as the twin prodigy that they said was the best example of what they want. And of course, the other twin is Trudeau of Canada and then Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand. And they follow exactly what they're told to do. They follow the exact same draconian enslavement policies. And and Tucker did a great job last night, but he didn't get the worst clips. I mean, she said, don't talk to your neighbors. She said, don't look at the sun. 
Uh, she said, if you don't take your shots, you're never going to be allowed to leave your home. <clears throat> she said, we are radically changing civilization. We're going to ban cows. We're going to ban your sheep. We're a, a coffee. You can't have coffee. It, it, it's, it's, it's hurting the climate. The woman is a mouthpiece of the new world order. And she has been massively rejected. Polls show she's got about 20% support. So the election's coming up, so she's resigning instead of that happening. And there are reports of criminal investigations now in New Zealand about money and payoffs. Same thing in Australia of government ministers by Pfizer and by Moderna and by all the rest of these criminal groups who we are identifying like flipping the lights on at midnight and catching the cockroaches on the dinner table, having the dregs of what's left of your food. It's all coming up today. I mean, we are blowing their new world order to bits. <laughs> yeah. Get some. Get some. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. mission is not impossible. 30 years ago, I would read the New American Magazine put out by the John Birch Society with these incredible quotes by corporate heads of industry, banking dynasty families, so-called world leaders. They were calling for world government, an end of the family, uh, cutting off our resources, bringing in neo-feudalism, using environmentalism. And I said, if this is true... I've got to fight this. And I didn't just believe the New American. I went to the libraries and I pulled the books they were quoting. And guess what? Exactly what they said was in the books written by Prince Charles. Written by Francois Mitterrand saying he worships Lucifer, the former French president. And so I said, I got to get more. So then, they didn't really have Amazon back then. I tried to find them in bookstores and things. I started going to the UT library every week. Ooh, I started checking the microfish. And all of a sudden, they'd have librarians come out from behind the thing and say, we've seen you've been here four or five hours today. Are you going to UT? Why do you, why do you care about, about all this? Most people don't come in here and do this unless they're PhD students. And I said, oh, I'm just pulling these quotes up like David Rockefeller in the New York Times saying we're going to create Mao Zedong communism in America and he's the model of the world and we're backing Mao Zedong. And the librarians, I probably went down there 50 times, started helping me, saying, ooh, would you like more? We've got a big area that's off limits, the stacks. Come back next week, we'll have some things for you. And they would let me then photograph and video it right there at UT. And it was exciting. I was 19 years old when I was going down to UT, about a year and a half before I started going on air on local access TV. And the adventure of it, learning that they'd actually years before been pushing this, but because of major heat on it, in the 80s and a little bit of the 90s, they kind of backed up while they were working behind the scenes. And I got more and more into reading books they'd written 30, 40, 50 years previous, and I noticed everything they said they'd do in the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, I was living under. I was seeing 
exactly what they said they were going to do in my personal life. Here's an example. We played Paul Ehrlich, one of their top gurus, calling for forced depopulation and all the rest of it with the population bomb and all those books pushed by the system. He was the most uh, common like record guest that, that, that Johnny Carson had on because he was basically ordered to push it. And there's Paul Ehrlich saying, we're going to take control of the media and advertise families are bad and make male role models look bad to break down society, and we're going to depopulate you. We're going to set the taxes up so high that you can't afford to have children. And you're sitting there watching that clip from 1970. I wasn't even a twinkle in my mother's eye uh, at that point. It didn't exist yet. And there he was laying out the course. And that's why I knew. I went, wait a minute. Okay, it's, it's the early 1990s. And if they did everything they said they'd do, pretty much on schedule, and it's horrible, and the next thing they say is they're going to release bioweapon plagues, they're going to lock us down, they're going to cut off the resources, they're going to cut off our gas pipelines, they're going to implode our borders. If I start warning people about the really horrible stuff they're planning, I'll get made fun of at first. Some will listen because they see the documents, but it won't matter so many people will be warned that when they finally launch the next big, really horrible phase, the real takeover, humanity will rally and be ready. Here, here's an analogy. You know, let's say uh, you're in a bathroom and you're in the stall. People don't know you're in there. And two men are talking about how they're going to rob the bank down the street. And you leave, you call the police, and they don't really quite listen to you, but you still go and you you tell the bank, hey, I hear you're going to get robbed. And then you have credibility when the bank gets robbed, okay? So that's what we did, folks, and and, and that's why they're in so much trouble right now because we've been planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds. You've been planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds, beautifully, going through hell, being attacked, being ostracized, being deplatformed, being censored, being harassed, all of it. But now... We're not being caught flat-footed. And as people see the full horror of this and realize what's happening, it's game over. And here's an example. Whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Twitter, whether you're on Reddit, the comments are now 99%, even on liberal sites, 99% saying, screw the New World Order, screw Bill Gates, screw Klaus Schwab, screw the UN. So they have these talking heads on TV making it look like the facade's still there and everybody's buying into it. They're not, folks. And I say this every day, and Gavin McGinnis was on two days ago. He saw the same thing. When Trump first got elected, he, we, you know, he was getting 30 40% hate. Now he's getting 99% love. And, and we're getting the same thing. When I go out on the street, I get love, 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 love now. Whereas just a couple of years ago, I was getting 20% hate, and it, it, it was rough to go out to dinner. It was rough to walk down the street. Not now. They failed, ladies and gentlemen. You're not Gavin McGinnis. You're not Alex Jones. Thank you, lucky stars. You're not because we're targets. But it was worth it to do it. We get to know the amount of love because we are prominent and people see us. And I can tell you, it's the same thing with Tucker Carlson. All he gets is love. And Joe Rogan, all he gets is love fighting the New World Order. So all they get is hate, all they get is criminal investigations, all they get is to go to prison, all they get is to be known as the eugenicist control freaks financed by the British Crown for 170 years to set up a world government eugenics operation. 
I'm not blaming the British people or what you even think of as the British crown. The British crown isn't even German. It's not English. It's not House of Windsor. Uh, it's, it's one of the oldest royal houses in the world, the Saxe-Coburg-Gothas. And there are some nasty, nasty folks. And they intermarried in the last 200 years with the Rothschilds and have made this satanic hybrid bloodline that is just off the charts bad news. So that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a really big moment we're at. Now, they're panicked, they're scared, their body language is, they think they're all about to be put in prison. They're going to hit us with cyber attacks and power outages. They're probably going to go ahead and just try to have World War III. They don't give up, they don't stop. And so I'm just saying to the intelligence agencies and to the governments, everybody else, that's been following orders, you're, you're betting on an insane horse, you're betting on all of our own destruction, just don't follow their orders. You don't have to have a war, don't have to have a civil war, don't have to kill each other, don't have to do any of this stupid stuff. Just stop following the criminal orders. And, and do stuff like the Secret Service and NYPD and everybody gave us the info, the specifics of him crapping his pants. And, and, and that's just an example of letting them know, talking about Joe Biden, letting them know, and it's since come out that he's mad about that and doesn't trust the Secret Service. Well, you, they don't trust you, okay? And even somebody who's a social climber and likes to be around power, at a certain point, those officers aren't all bad people. And the, but even the ones that are bad, those agents, I, I mean, is this a suicide pact? I, I mean, do you really want to not have beef and not have coffee? And not have electricity? And do you really want your kids to have no future? I mean, really, this is stupid. There is no reason to go along with these psychotics that cooked up a long-term eugenics plan with Francis Galton. Watch my film, Endgame, if you want to live. It's all there. Their whole plan, where they say, we're about to become aliens. We're about to become gods. We don't believe in God or aliens, but we with science are going to transcend and become God. I've got quote after quote after quote. What did John Kerry say on Monday? We're saving the earth. We're the guardians of the planet. It's like we're aliens here to save you. I read their writings. They are lunatics. And you notice how fast that arrogant con game with the prime minister of New Zealand fades, and she's basically up there crying and panicked and, and obviously drugged out of her mind, being a servant of evil. You look at her 10 years ago, a nice, pretty, sweet-looking woman. 10 years under Satan's control, she's a husk, ladies and gentlemen. And why would you want to serve these people? Why would you want to sign on to this? Elon Musk has come out and said the WEF is an unelected world government. The people never ask for and don't want. Woohoo! Not supposed to talk about that. It's all coming out. Praise Jesus. We'll be right back. Stay with us. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why we now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
yours free at mysolarbackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. bioattack on us for setting up classical authoritarian tyranny with a high-tech overlay. We're in a lot of trouble, but at least we're waking up and we're getting in a fighting stance and our enemies are scared and they understand they are surrounded by people, the police and the military and the maids that clean their beds and the people that cook their food and the people that pump their gas and the people that fly their jets who hate them. If I'm getting 99% love I don't mean just a few people walk down the street. It's like, I walk down the street, it's Alex Jones, Louie love you, Alex Jones, we love you, Alex Jones, we love you. You've seen me just try to shoot a video anywhere, and people just start walking over, high fine. <clears throat> Everywhere the globalists go, they're getting hate. They wanted to be the big corporate leaders. They wanted to be the world government controllers. They wanted to sell us how we'd own nothing and have nothing and love it. But what they thought was going to happen isn't happening now because we know they're evil. I'm getting to some of the latest videos from Davos today and yesterday, and Borla being confronted masterfully, tag-teamed by two rebel media reporters who I admire so much, both men's work. But let's go back to Klaus Schwab about a year and a half ago, where he said COVID will be looked at like nothing compared to the cyber attack, and he is basically having an orgasm while he says it because they love telling you what they're going to do to you. Just like when Fauci, right when Trump had been elected, said, Trump will be faced with a new pandemic. (laughs) We'll see how he handles it. These criminals love to brag. And the trajectory we're on is criminal investigations have already begun. They are in deep trouble. And they know as the minions of the actual owners above them, which are only a few hundred people, they are the top echelon of managers. They know they're going to get flushed now. They know they're in danger now. 
So they're circling the wagons with CIA chiefs and FBI directors and EU intelligence directors saying, don't worry, we're going to censor the American people. Don't worry, we're going to stop them. We're going to pass hate speech laws. We're going to arrest them. Well, that's what tyrants do, and that historically backfires 90-plus percent of the time, and it will in the West more than other countries. That's why Greta Thunberg staged her own arrest in Germany. It's totally fake. Real police with cameras and with the whole cameras action. We have all that footage. They want to look like they're being arrested and they're fighting the man when they are the man. Kind of like that ridiculous footage of AOC a few months ago where she put her hands behind her back with the Capitol Police and they acted like they arrested her. The police working with them to stage the event and they're ordered to do it. How did the cops feel after they do that and then they see it on the news that it was real? And they've got their political police that are happy to be part of this lie. They're running out of options and they know we're watching everything they do. And the more they try to censor us, the more they try to intimidate us, the more the people of the world say, we are not your slaves, scumbags. Get off of our lawn. Leave us alone. Go back to hell where you came from. Get away from our children, you pedophiles. You sick, evil, degenerate freaks. Here's Klaus Schwab a year and a half ago. Then we'll play some of the latest clips from Davos where they're then echoing his talking point. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. I could talk for 20 hours just on that 40-second, 30-second clip. Who's trying to cut the power off? Who's trying to cut the energy off? Who says they want a post-industrial world? Who says COVID was good for shutting down society to save the earth? Klaus Schwab. But then he shifts gears and, oh, the terrorists are going to launch the attack. It will be far worse. Oh, yes. And they control the intelligence agencies at the top. They control the industry. They control the grid. And they're shutting down all the different independents. So they have total control to hold us hostage. They're passing laws across Europe banning domestic air travel because that's bad for the earth. But the elites can fly. More headlines here today. Put down that cup of coffee. You're causing climate change. They're a mafia taking over every facet of business and industry, so only they can operate. So there's a bunch of these clips, but here's one of them. WEF declaring the pandemic is far from over. Yeah, they want to keep that going forever, but I want to give the clip where UN Secretary General openly commands politicians around the world to shape public opinion. There's another one here. Let's play clip three first. WEF is now predicting catastrophic global cyber attacks in the next two years. Global catastrophic from the people we know brought you COVID and brought you the poison shots and brought you the unified lockdowns and the vaccine passport that is to be the 
foundation, in their own words, of the new global digital currency that controls every facet of your life. Global digital currency, global social credit scores, universal basic income by bankrupting everybody for full control. That's their holy grails. That's what's got to be fought. Here's the clip. We're here today to share the findings of the World Economic Forum's uh, Global Security Outlook uh, Report 2023. This is a result of uh, research in collaboration with the forum's communities and our partner Accenture, which we've uh, interviewed and sought input from over 300 executives globally. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. And then when they and their partners at Chaos, at Spectre, launched the attacks that match their Extinction Rebellion post-industrial operation, they'll be the saviors. The media will go, oh my gosh, Klaus Schwab predicted a deadly virus that would never let us come back to normal, the new normal, you will eat the bugs. And then, oh, Klaus Schwab predicted the cyber attack. How did he know such a sweet little old man? All right, I'm going to go to break. I'm going to come back and just run through all of this because, and I got a bunch of clips we haven't gotten to. And then there's all these other big subjects that all tie into this together. But Jacinda Ardern looks really scared up there when she resigned, didn't she? Because she knows. She followed orders, and now she knows everybody around her hates her. People are waking up fast that she did it, that she's a mass murderer. And what is she going to do now that she sold her soul to Klaus Schwab? They now realize they wanted a war with us. They got one. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast. And you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Like a rock thrown in. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Well, Darren Beatty's joining us in the second hour with big news. And then Mike Adams says he's got gigantic news and he never disappoints. In the third hour, then we're interviewing folks from New Zealand, journalists there, about the resignation of one of the darlings of Klaus Schwab. She's been singled out and Trudeau's been singled out is the example of global government through the WEF and the UN. 
And the WMF is very powerful, folks. They're not just high-level managers. Three months ago, they signed a treaty with the UN, basically merging with the UN leadership, not 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 the General Assembly, but the actual you know, UN corporate board that the Rockefellers set up in 1946 at Presidio, San Francisco, Presidio Naval Base there in San Francisco. Because you always have the original corporate charter that runs it, then you'll have elected boards and bureaus that have no power. The EU is a steel treaty uh, from 1956, the Treaty of Rome. And that's why you have an unelected EU bureaucracy that actually runs it. And then you have an elected EU parliament that is advisory. But that more and more is turning completely against them. And it's still a bully pulpit that's bringing down the unelected nature of it. That's why we have the vice president of the European Union, the unelected European Union uh, board, saying, well, I have talked to you. I have talked to the American. She's looking at Republican congressmen. And I hear you're going to be banning the speech soon. Excellent job. Played the clip twice yesterday. I mean, these are super villain moments. And I've got more here. We are now going to ban your beef. Ah, so good for you. I mean, I've got it all right here. And so remember, these are the people, when you see propaganda in Hollywood or propaganda on the news or propaganda in your children's books or magazines, this is the people running it. They're up there saying, we've got to intensify propaganda. We've got to shut down all our opposition. We've got to control everybody. Senator Manchin says, an open press is a problem in America. He's now walking back the remark after backlash, but he said, the problem is we've got too much of a free press and too many platforms. That's a quote. Want to hear it again? That's a villain. Chilling like a villain. That's bad people. So let me do this. Let's just, there's too many of these clips. Let's just start going through them and I'll comment on each clip after I hit them. But what is the name of my book that just came out six months ago and was number one for a time in the world? The Great Reset and the War for the World. And in the book, we explain if we just identify these people and show how they operate and show they're really private corporations that want to knock out all their competition with a green straitjacket of control that has nothing to do with, with helping the environment, that they're transhumanist, it's game over for them. And now you see what's starting to happen. Opposition is exploding. They admit on all their panels Basically, everybody hates them. The whole world's turned against them, and they're getting their asses kicked, and they don't know what to do. So they call in intelligence agency heads, military heads, NATO's head, and they say, don't worry, we're gonna, we'll deal with these people. Yep, that's how it works. And now you're going to physically come after us, aren't you? I know that's how it works. And then now we draw you out, just like Christ did. We're, I'm not good like Christ, but I'm trying to be Christ-like. We draw you out. You strike us down, and we become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And we're an example to all the young ones watching when we get cut down. Go ahead, right here. Come on. And I'm not like some suicide bomber that wants to be crushed, but I've made the decision that I'm happy about it if it does happen because I have forced them into a decision they know will hurt them, but they can't help it. They want the power now. So they strike me down with a fake indictment or they kill me or whatever the, whatever it is they pull. You know it's not true. I'll never commit suicide. I'll never be violent to my family. I'll never, because you see these murder-suicides they do where they 
they go and they, you know, they kill the wife, they kill the kids, and they kill the dad and say the dad did it. That's their favorite thing to their political enemies. But we, we've got some mitigating things to stop them from pulling that off against me. But just know this. We're we're in the big leagues. The viewers and listeners are in the big league. This is a real war, folks. It's in the game, and the public's finally going, whoa, this is real. Not just our longtime audience that, that are the shock troops that, that, that knew before other people, but now the general public's getting it very, very quickly. There's still a big dumbed-down mass of people that don't know what time it is and can't find their ass with both hands, but it never takes a majority to defeat tyranny, only a small, focused, determined minority and if you compare other revolutions that have been peacefully carried out, we have bigger numbers, you can do it peacefully in a velvet cultural revolution. We have some of the biggest numbers any revolution's ever had. And we have a, a, an elite that is extremely hated and disgusting and eating its own, and it's all folding in on itself right now. It's all folding in. It's there. The snake is eating its tail right now, so we've really reached a very powerful moment in history. And I'm going to get to all those clips and more ahead of our special guest joining us. But I wanted to spend a little time on this. I saw this news item and it made me think, it made me think of this. I'm looking for my uh, nitric oxide bottle I had over here, but we, we, we can just show it to you on the camera over there. But look at this headline out of the New York Post. Men who use Viagra are 25 percent less likely to suffer early death in a USC major study with over 70,000 adult men. And they found that what is in the Viagra, to make a long story short, creates more nitric oxide and other things that allows oxygen to be carried better through the blood and helps open up pathways into the cells of key nutrients that the heart and cardiovascular system needs. Big report on that front. Now, the reason I raised that is what did Dr. Judy Mikovits say on the show yesterday, she said, I really love your nitric oxide product. She said, I've looked at it. It's a really good, strong dose of all those key compounds that your heart really, really needs your cardiovascular system, especially with all the crazy stuff in the environment and, and what's going on with these uh, spike proteins and things, not just from the vaccine, but, but, but from the virus itself. So one of the biggest things they tell you to do is drink a lot of water, exercise, and now they're saying actually fatty diets are better for your heart, but not trans fat, not cooked fats, not artificial fats. They're terrible. And but this is one of the big things you can do. Vitamin D3 is so important for the heart. Zinc is important for the heart. Uh, obviously, uh, magnesium is critical to the heart. We have a very nice double magnesium product that has both types of magnesium, both the good types. Most brands only have one or the other. We have both. Uh, that's back in stock, a limited supply of our great fizzy magnesium and we've got so many great products, but everybody, and I can have an overhead shot, I'll show you, should go there and read about Nitric Boost at InfoWarsStore.com from InfoWarsMD and read the ingredients that are in this and what each one of these ingredients does for your cardiovascular system, your heart, your brain, and everything else. But you really do need to check out Nitric Boost at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com or 888253 3139. And what else is on sale? This is the biggest sale of the year so far. It's as big as our Christmas sale. It's the Alex Jones is Right emergency sale. Get it 50% off on top selling products at InfoWarsStore.com and help fund free speech. And folks have been coming through and buying a lot of product. So I thank you all for, for keeping us on air. You're amazing. Immune support, 40% off, selling out ending soon. Brain Force and Brain Force Ultra. 
50% off, ending soon, it's selling out. Whole food multivitamin from super organic sources, 40% off, ending soon. Vitamin C with zinc, 1100% of their daily allowance of that, 40% off. Ultimate krill oil, highest grade krill oil, 40% off, so good for your brain, everything else. Pain MD, our newest line of products, it's a, it's a private label of a top all-natural uh, pain reliever system in the United States. It's a private label of that. Pain MD is incredible. 40% off. 1776 testosterone boost. Same thing. Private label of the top selling testosterone, uh, natural testosterone product in the country. 1776 testosterone boost. 40% off. X7 diet for selling out. It's amazing. Naturally helps you lose weight. 40% off. Vitamin D3 gummies. Amazing for your immune system and more with calcium. 50% off. And it goes on and on. Big, huge sale. Back in stock. Bazo Beats, Alpha Power, Living Defense, Fizzy Magnesium, and now Real Red Pill Plus, 50% off. Infowarsstore.com. Massive news straight ahead. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your last chance to get a historic signed copy of my number one best-selling book, The Great Reset and The War for the World, exclusively available at Infowarsstore.com. Yes, you can get the book in stores. You can find it online. But if you want to get a historic signed copy and be part of our fundraiser to stay on air, go to InfoWarsStore.com and go to the book section and get your signed book. There are only about a 1,000 of these left. And when they're gone, they're gone. I'm never going to sign the book again. We have a little limited edition thing coming out later. There's a piece of art that goes with the book. But I haven't even decided when I'm going to do that. It may never happen. But for just simple, straight-up signed books and to be part of this fundraiser, this is the last time you'll be able to get the signed book at InfoWarsStore.com. I thank you all for your support. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get your signed book today. And I thank you for keeping us in the fight against the globalist. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I gotta tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now. But it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD. And it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. You owe it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWar. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. people and it's gonna be a terrible situation we're gonna go through in the next 10 years but they'll lose in the end that's what really matters right protect the children in the end bring them to justice the more we expose them the harder their plan's gonna be and the lighter their attacks in the long run will be 
Or we could really cause an explosive awakening. And if, if people really got how serious this was on, on a faster rate, we could, we could really derail this, this situation and God will give us a reprieve like they got in Nineveh for 100 years. But it, it, it's up to you, folks. It, it, it really is up to you. Okay, here's a bunch of clips I want to play from this self-appointed group, global government, as Elon Musk said. Elon Musk nailed it when he came out and he said that the WEF is an unelected world government the people never ask for and don't want. See how popular it is now to come out against the global government and the new world order? Because this is the moment of truth. See, they're not in beta anymore. They're in operations, as I've told you a thousand times. And operations are real bad. And if I didn't know that life's eternal, if I didn't know that we're judged by God and it's and, and we're and we're being tested. I love my family so much and I and I love life so much. I would I would join these people. But folks, this is all just a test. And I just can't bring myself to be part of enslaving and killing you. And I'm gonna tell you again, I've been offered to join these people. I would be there right now with them, guaranteed. They wanted me to be the leader of the opposition, basically. And only take things so far. Rothkopf said it in front of John Harmon, right in front of my producer. And, they, they, and other ones have told me that as well. That I could still do a lot of what I want, but, but still work for them and, and kind of be one polar opposite of what they're doing in a false Oberton window. Whereas I'm really over here for pure human liberty. They wanted me to kind of be the leader of it, but, 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 but not go all the way. And that's how they get people to sell out. And then you find yourself when you sell out like that, historically moving more and more towards them. So that's how they get you to sell out. Oh, you can keep most of your morals. You can keep most of what you're going to do. You can you can do that. Just just bend a little to us. And then you find you've bent all the way. Well, not for me. I know it's not for you. So let's go to these clips. Here's WEF declaring the pandemic is far from over. And, and I'm really delighted to see this room full because it means that you know COVID uh, fatigue has not fully set in and that people are still interested and eager and um, um, committed to appreciating that this pandemic is not over. Far from it, actually. We have to avoid prematurely talking about this pandemic being over. As this pandemic is far from over, the vaccine not only protects in individuals from transmission and severity. So she comes back with the old lie that's all disproven and they knew it was a lie. Here's Stephanie Mansell, CEO of Moderna, says the pandemic's still ongoing, and we all know there will be other outbreaks and pandemics, yes, that you use for full control. It's their whole business plan. Here it is. A lot of countries are forgetting. The pandemic is still ongoing, still, as we say, no. a lot of people are dying every day, but a lot of governments are moved to other things, and that's a problem because we need investments in public health infrastructure, in healthcare workers, in genomic surveillance. There's so many pieces that need to happen. I mean, in, industry can do so, so much, but we need the governments to really keep at it because we all know there's going to be other outbreaks. There's going to be, God forbid, another pandemic, and we need to be much better prepared that time. Very excited now that we are building a factory in Canada. We already broke ground in the fall. We're building a factory in Australia. Uh, we are going to start a factory this quarter in the UK, and we're also going to start building a factory in Kenya. We're talking to a couple more countries, because I would really like on every continent to have mRNA capacity. 
And all over the world, they're getting rid of the normal testing and getting rid of the animal testing and going right to humans without trials with mRNA for cancer and for depression and for drug abuse and for the flu and for the cold. You see? And boy, if you thought the COVID shots were bad, wait till you get these. And you heard Harari last week say, we need the governments to help them do it. We'll take over their bodies. I mean, it's just ridiculous how villainous these people are. Here's clip 10. Richard Edelman, CEO of the world's largest PR company, tells businesses to deprive social media platforms that spread disinformation of oxygen. What, what nice people. Here it is. So I think the first thing that, because um, I mostly work with business, that business needs to do is deprive um, platforms that spread disinformation of oxygen. Stop advertising. Pull your promotion money. Make sure that they understand that they have a consequential impact on society. And the boycott of Twitter for several months has had a modest, modest impact. But I think the Facebook one failed. And but the necessity of getting it right in the platforms that are probably primary source information for a third to... 40% of people is urgent. And Facebook literally censors almost anything that promotes any form of freedom now. It's it's the worst. But Zuckerberg didn't give them full control of the platform for themselves. So there's bullying and battling going on to get it. So they want full, absolute control of what you can say and do. And, And they now admit they're doing it, but they're not villains at all. Here's Siemens chairman... If a billion people stop eating meat, it will have a big impact. And he predicts this new wonderful synthetic beef that he's telling you is going to be so delicious and produces zero carbon. So again, they're telling you, first, coal power plants are bad because they put off carbon dioxide that plants breathe. Now cows are bad, coffee's bad, you're bad, you're carbon. Here it is. It's a very important point that you are addressing. Um, My daughter, 24 inspired me and said that how can you advocate for these zero carbon value chains if you still eat meat and so i stopped eating meat now the math would say well you need to stop eating meat 11 years to compensate for a flight to thailand yes but if a billion people stop eating meat i tell you it has a big impact Not only does it have a big impact on the current food system, but it will also inspire innovation of food systems. And I predict that we will have proteins not coming from um, meat in the future. They will probably taste even better. So why are we trying to mimic meat if we can have a better taste? They will be zero carbon and much healthier than the kind of food that we eat today. That is a mission that we need to get on. I can inspire you to maybe look at an organization called EAT, easy to remember, EAT, (laughs) who have all the facts on this and who have the policies necessary, the innovations necessary, and the scale necessary in order to make food systems sustainable and healthy. We're talking about stuff grown in laboratories with all these new artificial poisons. And we know in all the studies... The shell of bugs is very toxic and carcinogenic. 
and now they want to make you eat bugs. They're making kids do it all over the world right now. So this is a very systematic, very evil plan. Uh, as John Kerry said, it's almost extraterrestrial. Wink, wink. Yeah, letting you know right there what's going on here, folks. And they're like, hey, don't worry. We got the big dog on our side. We're, we're, we're going to get these people. We got advanced knowledge. Yeah, well, we, we, we're jacked into something a lot bigger than your God. Bible tells you, fallen entities on the planet, right out of visual light spectrum. And that's who they're getting their advice from. I've been around them. I know them, folks. I know the globalists. They get on their damn knees to these things. It's 100% real. Let's go ahead and go to the next uh, clip here. Here's the U.N. Secretary General openly commands politicians around the world to shape public opinion themselves and take the orders of the U.N. Here it is. But politicians need to understand. And sometimes we are faced with these kind of challenges. It is better to take today decisions that will eventually be not popular, but it will be essential to be able to shape the public opinion itself. All right, I got a bunch with Al Gore, and we've got the footage. I know it came out days ago, but but now they have all the side footage where it's a film crew, real police there, Greta Thunberg, Germany. They're laughing, they're joking, they're high-fiving the police. We got a director out saying camera, action, all of it. And then the news is still saying it's real, and she got arrested. I mean, it, it's just next level. These people are disgusting. Guarantee you that pig eats meat. Guarantee you that pig flies around on private jets. We know she does, but she doesn't want you to have it because she's a degenerate pig. We'll be right back with hour number two and so much more. Stay with us. The second American revolution is happening right now against the New World Order. And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And InfoWars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now, in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the four coin series, Teddy Roosevelt Man the Arena, we're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t-shirt or a DVD 300%, that's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering $30 off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now. humanity to stand up in the info war and say i don't know what's going to happen at the end of this but you want to fight you better believe you've got one from the front lines of the information war it's alex jones
they realized that the, the shots were causing the explosion of chronic disease, asthma, neuroimmune diseases like psychosis, ADHD, autism, cancer, 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 autoimmune diseases. So they realized in 2011, they caused it all. So, or in 2009, and when our paper came out, they realized that these were the, the shots were associated strongly, very strongly. The chance of them not being associated, it was like being struck by lightning, one in at least a million in a p-value. And so they covered this all up because of course they were liable now because for the 42 million Americans who are asymptomatic carriers of HIV and SARS-CoV-2 and other XMRVs, other manufactured mouse, monkey, and human viruses. The game was premeditated murder of the 42 million people you're liable for their injury. Premeditated murder. If you give somebody who already has an antibody a shot, you will get antibody-dependent enhancement. Oh, so they were we getting rid of the people they'd already poisoned knowing that giving them a second Perfect. or third or fourth dose would kill them. Wow. Correct. Kill us, cremate us, add a mask, add a mask and isolation, and you'll blame the people for COPD or any of the other co-diseases. You never inject an HIV-positive person with any vaccine. We never did. Never until now. You do not drive the disease-causing entity through their Why do body. we know that all over the world, they, the people that have had the COVID vaccine are testing positive for HIV? Is that because of the spike proteins from HIV? It has GP120, glycoprotein 120, absolutely. It also has the monkey, mouse, and manufactured as XMRV. So the spike protein is is killing, you know, literally the 12%. So you're saying America. it's a binary weapon where they already are preloaded with it, and this triggers the next phase. Correct. Mm. And the more vaccines you got, especially Gardasil, because that has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why seeing. is it particularly the athletes? Um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max. They're, they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production, oxygen um, necessary disease. Um, so they create, they, that's what they're finding. They turbocharge the blood clots. Correct. Wow. Yep. And ischemia, lack of oxygen. Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. You, you looked at our nitric oxide. I saw it was the top rated that let us private label it. It's the best seller. You've looked at our formula. You, you like it? I did, and I do. Yes. Well, I, I'm not a scientist so, like you. What, is, what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure. And I know it's not nitric oxide, it's nitric. I just get that wrong. But you can find that product at InfoWarsStore.com.
Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com. All right. Huge second hour, giant third hour, so much lined up. Dr. Darren Beatty joins us straight ahead. InfoWars.com. Tomorrow's news today. Jacinda Ardern. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Jacinda Ardern has resigned. Klaus Schwab said that she was the best example of their female operatives and that Justin Trudeau is the best example of a male operative. She carried out every order of the UN and the globalists and the CHICOMs. And she is now uh, resigning because she has about a 19 to 20 point support rate, even with their skewed polls. She is a truly wicked woman that said, don't talk to your neighbors, uh, that the lockdowns will basically never end, that don't look at the sun, uh, don't go outside. They said, don't look at the sunset. They said that in Australia and New Zealand. Just absolutely over the top evil. We have the incredible footage on Infowars.com. I'll play some of later of the great folks at Rebel Media confronting Albert Borla of Pfizer. It was a devastating tag team by two reporters. Uh, Schwab got confronted and ran off scurrying into the night like a Nazi 2.0 that he is. We've got so much more. And this happened a few days ago, and I meant to cover it, but I want to hit it some today because now they've got all these different camera angles of Greta Thunberg with the police at a coal plant in Germany trying to have one of their last coal plants shut down so they can all freeze to death. And... She's there with the cameras and the lights and the cops, and she's laughing with them, and then they say, action, and then they start pushing her away and saying they arrested her. Headlines everywhere. CNN is still not retracted. BBC's not retracted. I got the articles here in the stack. It's ridiculous that they shoot all this social media themselves, then put out a fake video, do this whole fake mosh pit with the police, and then still put out... The admission, it's fake. They just don't care. They just rub it in our faces. That reminds me now we learned thousands of doctors weren't real doctors on Twitter from the Twitter files. You know, it's the same on Facebook and everywhere else. They were working for think tanks. They're working for PR firms. While they turn around and call us fake news, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely insane. All right. Joining us to cover the waterfront is Dr. Darren Beatty. He was a White House advisor and speechwriter to President Trump. He's also been a a professor and political scientist, and he's at Darren J. Beatty on Twitter, and Revolver.News, of course, does a fabulous job, and he's here with us to talk about what's coming up in the new Congress, what's happening with Hunter Biden, what's happening with the awakening to the globalists and the WEF and the CHICOMs, and what are our, 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 our key strategies he thinks we could have, he's a really smart guy, I respect him, on what we can do to accelerate the awakening and stop the tyranny and turn our economy back on and turn the world's economy back on and stop the replacement migration and the rest of it that's killing us versus how are they going to strike back? Because I think it's fair to say, he may disagree, but they are hounded. They are desperate. They're at the WF saying, we got to ban free speech in America. we got to arrest our opposition. They are killing us. And from what I see, that is happening. And, and again, I use this example and, 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 um, we had Gavin McGinnis on two days ago. He said the same thing. He was getting 20, 30% hate when Trump was first in office when he walked down the street. Now, and 70% love. I, so was I. I'm getting 99% love. And, and again, I'm a public figure, so people know who I am. They don't know who the average person is, so you don't get to see how effective we are and how big the awakening is. 
Uh, so it's an incredible time to be alive, and we see this in so many other facets and other areas. So, so Dr. Beatty, thank you for joining us. What do you want to get into first? Well, we can get in the whole range of it. The church-style committee that's um, coalescing in the House. We can get into the Pfizer situation, that interesting confrontation. Um, we can get into anything you want, really. We could even get into a topic I've been discussing publicly lately that gets to the core of the information war. Um, the concept that you've so brilliantly made the title of your show and really part of the ethos of what you do. And that is um, how certain people seem to be so promoted in an artificial algorithmic sense. And I've gotten a lot of pushback, a lot of hate and a lot of love, frankly, for some of my critiques of this individual called Lex Fridman that maybe you've heard of. Um, so we could get into that as well. So really, wherever you want to take it, I'm happy to go there and discuss. You know, I know Lex. I've, I've had dinner with him. I've followed some of his work. Uh, but I do see the buzz online about him because, correct me if I'm wrong, when we get this later, it's, it, it's a, kind of a side issue, but I also see it as like with, you know, like the Greta Thunberg thing. I, I guess you're kind of getting at, is he something like that? I do see it algorithmically promoted by the system more than really anything else. Uh, which I find find interesting, but I, I I like a lot of what Lex has to say and do. I'm not super familiar with 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 all the ins and outs. I know there's been some controversy with with uh, you and he, and I really respect you. So I'd like to have you get into that a little bit here coming up. But it's not just the algorithm; it's other talk show hosts and other podcasters that don't normally promote other people. Uh, I've seen them almost cultically, uh, devotedly uh, 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 promoting him. Uh, it's almost like messianic or something. Uh, but then I, I've seen some of your writings. I think what you said on Twitter is, but there's not a messianic thing there. I'm not saying he's not a smart guy or interesting. I just, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Oh my God, he's here. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing ever. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. No, I'm getting at a lot of things. And I, I think it's important to underscore that I haven't frankly been able to get through much of his content just because I find it a little bit boring. It's sort of like, the TED Talks and TED Talks are very popular with a certain type of demographic. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with this type of content. Um, he seems unobjectionable as a person. I'm not saying he's a bad person. It's really not personal. Like, you know, I have fun with it a little bit just because it is such a ridiculous thing, but it's not personal. There's nothing against him. But I think as citizens and as consumers of information, it's really important for us to scrutinize and interrogate where the information comes from. And when there's all of a sudden somebody who seems to be the most algorithmically put on person on the entire internet, like I joke, you can't watch a cooking video and go to sleep and not wake up to a Lex Fridman video. It's literally everywhere. Sometimes it'll, you know, they'll vary it up. You'll get a Jordan Peterson video. You get a Ben Shapiro video. But the extent to which the algorithm shoves this guy in your face, I think is a little bit bizarre. And I think we deserve to know what's behind that. Now, you know, we both have a lot of respect for Joe Rogan. I think the case of Joe Rogan, his talent is very evident. 
I understand why he's so successful. He's someone with an ability to resonate with the masses. He's mastered multiple different crafts, which helps him, you know, facilitate interesting conversation. It's the basis of this interesting network that he has that includes, you know, amazing and fascinating people like yourself. I don't see that with Lex. There's nothing about him that makes me say, okay, he's really talented as a speaker. He's really charismatic. Or he could just be a boring, nerdy guy who's tremendously accomplished as a scientist, but he's not that either. He markets himself as this MIT professor. He's, you know, he gave a couple lectures at MIT, which is very easy to do, but all of his formal academic credentials are from Drexel, where his father spoke. And so it's not so much this like attack on. Lex, people say, oh, is Darren Beattie jealous of Lex? Well, not really, because we're in completely different lanes. We do very different things. If anything, I'm jealous of you, Alex, because you've, you've been incredibly successful and you do kind of what I admire more. But with Lex, it's more about where the hell does this guy come from? Why does the algorithm shove him in your face? And what does that portend for a future as we're increasingly mechanized, as we move to an internet of things, you could imagine. So, so what you're saying is, why does the matrix want us to see this guy? All right. Exactly. I, why? You know, I'm going to invite him on the show. I've got his number. I have invited him on. He said, yeah, later I'll come on. And I asked to come on his show. And he said, yeah, you know, somebody down the road, I'll have you on. But I never I haven't talked to him in about a year or a little less than a year. I'm, I'm going to give him a call uh, and ask him uh, of that question. Because I saw him when he first popped up a few years ago. Being interviewed, he had one of those guys that Rogan interviews. I forget which scientist it is, but they're like, and you're going to be very famous, and you're going to be the top podcast, and you know, blah blah blah. And and then I'm not going to tell the story. I'm not going to even get into it. It, it. it gets ridiculous. All right, stay right there. We're going to come back and shift gears into the big news straight ahead. Infowars.com tomorrow's news today. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right. I'm really a little mad at myself for spending five minutes on Lex Freeman. He's a nice guy. I, I just got such huge issues here in front of me, but I also understand Dr. Beattie's curiosity in it because I've been curious about that last year as well. Uh, when you see advertisements for something everywhere, you wonder what's behind it. Uh, but moving on from that, and just looking at the big picture here, uh, sometimes the system does pick interesting people to be its spokespersons. Like I don't know why they chose Greta Thunberg, who I find to be a very hateful little uh, unlikable uh, creature. She's now a full-grown woman who runs around doing things. So I, that's why I focus some on her, is just to look and say, well, how do the Rothschilds who back her think this is like what's going to sell us something it's 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 or 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 klaus schwab like dr evil up there uh, a completely unlikable james bond villain person telling us he's going to run our lives and we will eat the bugs and that's why i want to go first because the church committee ties into that the new church committee uh, that's forming i've talked to members of congress now you have as well that they're doing it they're going gangbusters with jim jordan and others uh, that's what mtg and others told me on and off the record but but it, it ties into the whole shadow global corporate system that's using the same models to control speech in Europe that's now coming here. You have the deputy head of the unelected EU saying two days ago uh, that she, she, she looks over at the Republican congressman and says, we're going to uh, take over speech, aren't you, in, in the U.S.? And, and he's like nodding. Yeah, you'll have hate speech laws soon. We'll be arresting people. So they seem very, very desperate. So let's hit the WEF and what you see happening there to kind of the mouthpiece of the global corporate fascists. What, what's your view on the situation and, and with their darling uh, over in New Zealand uh, uh, being so unpopular and resigning? Well, I think the WEF is absolutely an objectionable group. I think the agendas with which it's publicly associated are um, corrupt and counter productive. The environmental stuff, insofar as Greta is a spokesperson for it, is a total scam. And I'd say even more scandalous, you know, people used to think that, you know, the whole global warming thing, not really the underlying, you know, it's an interesting equivalent between the global warming scam and the COVID scam, which is that there could very well be like underlying sort of uh, conditions that could be described as global warming, temperatures change, and so forth. But the real scam is using that as a pretext for something entirely different in order to reconfigure the global system. And similarly with COVID, COVID isn't a scam in the sense that the disease never existed. Like there was a virus, there was, there was something called COVID. The scam was the global policy response that treated this thing, which frankly wasn't that big of a deal in terms of it, you know, its impact as an underlying Sure, it was virus. the vehicle of a giant global power grab to bring in the cashless exactly. society. 
Exactly. And it's the same thing. And you see the, the Pfizer guy, the Pfizer CEO, who, by the way, had a very long and extended and very friendly sit down conversation with our friend Lex Fridman. So <laughs> put it out there. People can go and watch the Lex Fridman episode with the CEO of Pfizer. Um, that pretty much tells you what you need to know about that. But no, the WF is a problem. But I'm almost inclined to say, yes, this is a problem. I think even more nefarious things are taking place right here in America. And there is even a part of me, I must be honest, that kind of resists the focus on the WF insofar as it distracts from the criminality and corruption taking place right in our country. I think there's sure, but you even I mean, I agree with what you're saying, that we shouldn't be distracted from the other systems, but you have the Let FBI director there. You, you, they're all coordinating. What I'm saying is they're this is the PR firm of the New World Order, and, and so what they're telling you is what they want to do. It's very good for people to know what they are and reject them. That means they're rejecting the whole agenda. No, we're in complete agreement on this. I do think, though, you know, and it's a noble thing, There, despite everything that we've seen, there is a kind of, there's a noble, optimistic, but in some ways naive part of the collective American psyche that does not want to acknowledge how far down the snake pit our own country has descended. And I think as a psychological matter, and I think these people are evil, don't get me wrong, but as a psychological matter, there's something kind of soothing about a villain like Schwab, who is this weird, bald, foreign guy who's like German with a German accent, has been the most vilified accent probably in in, in history. And he is a bad guy. He is a villain. But there's something, I think, in the collective psyche that enjoys him as the villain because it helps us to escape from the reality that really the the real villains, they're not, they don't necessarily have German accents. They sound like Christopher Ray. They sound like Merrick Garland. They sound like the scumbags who are running the United States of America much more directly, the people who run our intelligence agencies and so forth. And I think we, you know, we need to point at the WEF because they're all part of the same group, as you mentioned. But we should be honest with ourselves and say, look, the real criminality taking place right here in America is the same thing that we've talked about before, Alex, about how people love pointing fingers at China. And China is a dystopian hellhole and it deserves to be criticized. But at the same time, I think there's some truth to the idea that a lot of Republican politicians like to point their finger at China because they're afraid or not equipped to point fingers. Oh, I totally agree with to that statement. And, and and the EU and the WF and the Bilderberg Group is all a project of the powerful banks and, and elites in the UK and the US, known as the Anglo-American establishment that won World War II. We absolutely know that. I just see the WF capturing people's imagination, Bill Gates capturing it. They are villains. And through that doorway, yeah. we're able to convert basically everybody. That's where I see 99% negative comments on every platform, even leftist platforms trying to prop them up. That's where we're having the biggest breakthrough 
That's where their main wall's falling down. Of course, there's rings in the city like Constantinople, but we've breached the main wall. People know there's a global government. They know there's corporations doing it, and they're very unhappy at Davos, and half the attendees didn't come, and they're super scared, and their minions are dropping like flies. And so once people notice there's powerful elites putting politicians in, well, I see the the, the, the really cultural takedown of the WF as the first big gate to fall, the first main gate. And then, you know, the next rings aren't that hard to take down once we get there. And now we have the new church committees forming and we have the, the, the what Elon Musk is doing. And I mean, I see no fault in Elon Musk at this point. You know, he says, I'm terrible and keeps me banned, but that's his tokenism to be able to do the rest he's doing. He's being attacked or coming out for sponsors. He comes out and attacks the WF and says they're an evil world government, self-appointed. And, and so when we come back, Let's get into the new Congress, the new church-style committee. For listeners that don't know or viewers that don't know what the church committee was, we should tell them the last big time the deep state got spanked and so much more coming up straight ahead. Please, folks, realize we're in an info war. We cannot stay on air without your support. You're amazing, all you've done. Plus, we have great products you need. Big sale going right now at InfoWarStore.com. So many products that have been sold out are back in stock like Alpha Power, Living Defense Parasite Cleanse, Fizzy Magnesium, Vaso Beats Complete, Super Mel Vitality. Those are all big discounted. And then things selling out at up to 50% off are also available like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. If you want to stock up on those, do that right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts, it stinks, it's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, let's shift into really, really, really big news here and throw out a couple topics and get into what's happening in Congress with Dr. Darren Beatty here. We have the latest Hunter Biden developments as well we're going to be hitting. What would you call this moment geopolitically where the Saudis have confirmed rumors that were there a month ago that, and here's the articles for folks that want to see it, that they are going to move to a basket of currencies away from the dollar being the petrodollar, with Russia and others. That's about as big as it gets. That's ending the Bretton Woods Agreement and other agreements made later uh, with the Saudis. We also have the European Parliament approved 
a resolution calling for the creation of an international tribunal for Putin and others, 427 to 19, 33 abstained. Uh, we've got U.S. set to finalize massive security aid package for Ukraine, including striker combat vehicles. For the first time, Kissinger changes his opinion from saying, got to end the war to stop nuclear war, to saying, no, we need to bring uh, Ukraine into NATO. So just a huge development on, on that front. This is a big, big deal. So looking at the different geopolitical players, there's China that's in control of the Democratic Party to a great extent. Uh, and then you've got the Republicans that play both sides. You've got the EU with you know all of its activities. You've got the Saudis moving. But overall, it looks like Putin's not winning the war decisively or physically, but by what he's doing to Europe and enforcing the development of a multipolar world uh, in the long game, it looks like it's making Russia stronger. Do you agree with that analysis, or how would you quantify where we're at right now on that front? Well, I definitely do not think that Russia's in a stronger position. I think... Um, Basically, Russia is in what I might even describe as a catastrophic position. But it's very possible that when all is said and done, Russia is in a catastrophic position and the U.S. is in a considerably worse position as well. And, you know, there's there are various competing factors here. With Europe, you know, under under Trump, there was this kind of push toward something called strategic autonomy, whereby sort of people like Macron were supposedly there to kind of reinvigorate a new era of sort of European geopolitical sovereignty and independence from the U.S., because basically they functioned as a vassal state of the United States since World War II. And there was this concept called strategic autonomy under which Macron essentially um, was going to chart a new and more independent course for Europe. One result of the whole Russia-Ukraine issue is basically the, the death knell of strategic autonomy. Europe has, to an agree, degree that I've found surprising, frankly, completely coalesced completely bent over, completely reestablish itself as a complete, basically, slave state to the United States geopolitical. And by the way, I totally and agree with that. And, and that's why Victoria Newland and all them years ago in this in this 10-year project to, to cause this war, they were bragging back then, screw the EU, which, which I don't like the EU either. But right. don't they see they're having all their power sucked out by this? Yes, they see it. But again, they're far more comfortable with it than I could have ever imagined. And the U.S. still has a tremendous amount of juice, especially in Europe. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And really, the most dramatic example of this is how whoever it was, I can pretty much guarantee you it was in Russia, um, whoever it was that sabotaged the Nord Stream pipeline, um, Either, you know, the U.S. or some kind of proxy of the U.S., certainly um, to the benefit of the U.S., Germany basically bent over and took it. And that's that's a, an extreme sign of submissiveness that even I wouldn't have imagined, even from Germany, which is arguably the most demoralized country and culture on the planet at this point. Um, and so I think 
Geopolitically, you have to count the fact that Europe is totally in the fold of the United States. But then there are sort of third party um, actors in the Middle East. And I don't know if we can fully attribute this to the you know, Russia-Ukraine thing. There are a bunch of other factors as well. But the irony is the strategic autonomy that was supposed to be Europe's course in the 21st century is actually, we've seen it more in the Middle East, in particular with Saudi Arabia, which you know used to be just so close to the vest in terms of the American empire with the, you know, the Bush connections, the petrodollar connections. Sure. The, and, and, and they're the, making big announcements to, 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 to end that order. You've got India getting close to Russia. That, that's why I'm saying, yeah, Russia's yeah. having big problems, but get, get to your point then, why does it really hurt Russia, but hurts us worse, making it a Pyrrhic victory? Well, no, I think that it hurts, you know, Russia is, um, you know, very, very devastated, but I think, at the end, because of, you know, the, the responses that we've marshaled against Russia in terms of, you know, I think, you know, on net, the demand for the dollar is still very high. And on net, the analysis is as screwed up as we are. Everyone else is more screwed up. And that means America, you know, for better or worse, will remain the global hegemon for the indefinite future. But certain factors that are important in this is that, yes, you know, countries like India, like Saudi Arabia, look and see at you know, the way that we leverage the dollar position in order to punish our enemies geopolitically has probably caused them to think, well, maybe we need to diversify a little bit. Maybe it's not so good to have all these eggs in one basket. And that is really kind of accelerated a trend toward multipolarity that ultimately could be um, could undermine America's relative uh, stature. I don't think that that's really great comfort for Russia. I think Russia is really a lot worse off any way you cut it um, in any kind of honest analysis. They're just not doing well, and I don't expect them to do well. But it could be that they're like completely knocked out and the U.S. is a little bit beaten up and ends up weaker too. And you would think, you know, the big winners from this would be China. And China stood to be a great winner from COVID too. You know, China was really sitting pretty along so many different dimensions. Like the U.S. had the Afghan failure. Then the U.S. put itself in a position where it was dumping a bunch of money and resources in Ukraine. On net, the U.S., originally was much worse off as a result of COVID than China. And then out of nowhere, she just enforced these insane lockdowns in Shanghai and the whole game changed. And now I think China is, is, is really suffering for it. So it's, it's, do you buy this background noise that, that, that China will collapse within a decade? Cause we've been hearing that out of some of these think tanks for a long time. And that's really getting pushed by, by the algorithm. Do you think that there's accuracy to that? No, I don't. I I think there's no accuracy to that. And again, for better or worse, I don't think there's a lot of accuracy in the predictions of you know the decline of the American empire. And I think again, it's you know I have to read into the psychology of these things, and I feel it too. And a lot of people just see how corrupt the United States is. They see what a force 
for poison it can be in the world in terms of exporting its woke agenda. They look at these viral clips of third world conditions in Philadelphia and so forth, and people, and they look at the declining standard of living. They look at the trash airports. They see so much trash around there and say, wow, this is, to use a, you know, Trump's term, an asshole country. And they think that must mean we're going to collapse geopolitically. But I think people exaggerate the connection between those sort of manifestations of basic living conditions and the critical components that pertain to maintaining. I agree with you. Let's talk about the domestic issues. Let's talk, let's talk about the domestic issues and the new church committee and the Hunter Biden developments and what are they about to do with Biden? Are they about to remove Biden? Stay with us. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast. And you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm no stranger to the rain. Darren Beatty's our guest. Final segment with him. Mike Adams has got massive news coming up in the third hour here today. But we've kind of now run out of time. We've got about 11 minutes left right now. Let's drill through, currently domestically, the Hunter Biden information that he rented the house where the secret documents were. It's on the laptop that he worked for the Chinese intelligence, not just text messages and emails, but him admitting it in audio files. They've already had all this information. It's his staff there that are finding it. I think it's pretty transparent that they're pressuring him not to announce that he's going to run in 2024. A, do you agree with that? And B, who are they planning to bring forward? And then how does that tie to the House investigations of the new church committee? You know, that's a great question. And 
I don't have any special insight or visibility into who the alternative is, but I think the correct lens with which to interpret the Hunter and kind of Joe Biden documents thing is one kind of as a um, irresistible attraction, uh, uh, distraction uh, for a lot of people on the right. And secondly, it's a intra-regime fight. This is not coming up because, you know, the right wing has made it an issue. It's come up because there is a faction of the regime that has made it an issue. And this is the way that they send a signal to Biden for whatever reason. Maybe Biden, you know, was reluctant to, you know, give even more aid to Ukraine. Maybe, you know, there are a lot of reasons, or maybe they just determined the guy is too senile and brain dead to continue, and we need to move him to the side, and this is how we do it. Um, so I think those two things need to be kept in mind, even as we can't help ourselves but consume more uh, Hunter Biden scandalous content. I think it could also be a distraction from this House committee, this church style committee. To give them some kind of shiny thing to look toward um, in order so that they don't look at maybe Exactly. More they went after Monica Lewinsky and the blowjob and the yeah. cigars instead of the Chinese generals in the White House with satchels right. and briefcases of cash. It's a classic way to compartmentalize the crisis, get rid of this puppet, uh, and save face. Because they don't mind having a puppet, but he's so embarrassing. He's rebranding the Democratic Party with Fetterman and others as literally the zombie party. And so I, but, but Biden does think he's his own man. He is out of his mind. He may refuse to step down. And I think they may assassinate him and blame it on a right winger and eat their cake, have their cake and eat it too. Well, that's very interesting speculation. I, I think the prospect of the, you know, the deep state or the regime trying to, uh, trying to get Biden to resign and Biden refusing is actually a very, a very humorous one. And as for Fetterman, you know, he's something else. I mean, one thing you can't say, American political content is the most entertaining political content anywhere. Oh my in the gosh. World. I mean, he literally is like a brain dead mutant zombie giant. No, but yes, but the thing is, once Elon sticks a Neuralink into Fetterman, he's gonna be the American Caesar. But he'll, of course, also have his daily diet of Lex Fridman fed to him directly from Neuralink. So stay tuned for the super Fetterman, the Caesarian Fetterman, enhanced by Elon's Neuralink. But no, these things are really hilarious. It's ridiculous. It is a clown country, which is both a kind of... Uh, it, it, it's, it, it, it keeps things entertaining. It helps us keep going, but it's also the insult added to the injury of all of the corruption and everything else. But just a quick point about the church style committee, because I've been calling for the church style committee publicly um, for over a year and a half now, and it looks like something resembling this is going to take shape. And I want to make the most of it. And in order to do that, I think it's really critical to understand where the historical comparison to the church committee breaks down. In short, the church committee was a Senate committee convened in the 1970s that ended up uncovering a lot of the intel domestic abuses that 
You've covered so well on your program for a long time. Things like MK Ultra, things like COINTEL Pro, all of these sort of classic programs that um, we now know the intelligence communities were up to. But the thing is, the church committee was a Senate committee. This thing we have now is in the House, in the House committee, and the Senate just has more juice and more respect in many ways. Secondly, the church committee was a genuine bipartisan effort. Senator Frank Church was a Democrat, but there are also famous Republicans like Barry Goldwater on the church committee. They had the cooperation, you know, within parameters. They had some friendly cooperation with President Gerald Ford, who was of a different party. And there are many cases of church committee and their staffers having friendly meetings in the Oval Office. Sure, and that's back before the bureaucracy that that Eisenhower warned of taking over had fully taken over. So I think the bureaucracy is way more entrenched now. Uh, It's more entrenched and it's more homogenized. I was going to get to just the, it's a simplification, but basically the church committee was allowed to investigate abuses against left-wing adjacent causes like the anti-war movement. A lot of the public support for it came in the aftermath of the Watergate scandal, which is perceived as this you know, corruption by a right-leaning presidency. And so basically you had a divided system with a right-leaning intelligence apparatus and a left-leaning media and academia. And that genuine sort of division of power across the institutions enabled something like a church committee to take place, which again, it didn't get to everything. There were a lot of cover-ups, but it did do something meaningful. And the reason it's so much harder to do that now is there's no genuine division of power across the institution. Sure, so r- real fast, the time we have left, what do you think the agenda should be for these committees and not just get distracted from, you know, with Hunter, uh, but obviously big tech spying, big tech collusion, the Democratic Party basically sitting there and yeah. you know uh, uh, controlling big tech. I mean, they've really got to address all this, but so many of them, even Jim Jordan, who looks good on the surface, takes a lot of Google money and has had some bad pro big tech votes. Very true. I mean, the the only member of the committee that I know of as a member that I have tremendous confidence in is Representative Thomas Massey. But again, the question is, is he able to carry the whole thing on his shoulders? I've advised him publicly and privately in order to make the most of this. Don't get bogged down in this avalanche of information. Don't take the ADD approach looking at everything. You got to be really narrow, targeted, specific. And when you combine specificity with persistence, you might actually be able to get results. My issue, as you know, is I've been covering the pipe bomb scandal extensively, the January 6th pipe bomb. I think it's a very politically doable ask to get the full, raw, unedited footage, the DNC surveillance footage of the pipe bomber. And the reason I think that's doable is Not just the pipe bomb, the 14,000 hours, because they are really trying, they're hiding that. And we know it proves it's a false flag. Yes, but even prior to the 14,000 hours, I'd ask for the one hour or so of the surveillance footage of the pipe bomb, because I think there's a danger of getting overwhelmed and bogged down in all of this. How long does it take to go through 14,000 hours of information? No, I hear you. What else should be on the agenda? Because we've got limited, limited time to do this on air and with the committee. What are some of the other things they should go after? Well, I think that they should pursue with more specificity 
um, some of the revelations that came out in the uh, in the Twitter leaks in the Twitter files. I congratulate Elon for allowing the Twitter files to happen, but I think it's in many ways inadequate because we have these you know mediators like Barry Weiss and others who are sort of looking at the material for us. I think that they should aggressively subpoena any and all involvement on the part of the government and also government cutouts whose effective job is to do censorship that the government wants to. Well, sure. I'd like um, to know, the because I know I'm in those files. I've already been in some of them. I'd like to see my file yeah. released, but but don't exactly. look for that. I mean, they should just release it all and like WikiLeaks, let human intelligence, the general public go through it. I think the House should demand yeah. all 14,000 hours be posted online uh, for the public to grab, and then we'll go through it. That's the only way is to give this to crowdsourcing. I think that's absolutely true. I, and I think we, the places that I would look, the scalpel I would use for the DNC surveillance footage, by all means, release the 14,000 hours, however but much. But you're saying get the guts open. Sick. The scalpel to open the guts up is is the pipe bomb. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're out of time. Dr. Beatty, thank you so much. Amazing job. And we'll continue to fight the New World Order. Indeed. Thank you, Alex. All right. Mike Adams is coming up. He's got a bunch of big news. I got a bunch of big breaking news. This is going to be a jam-packed third hour. I'll host a little bit in the fourth hour because we've got two reporters from New Zealand who are going to be coming on uh, talking about this big globalist resigning in New Zealand. We'll be right back with hour number three. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your last chance to get a historic signed copy of my number one best-selling book, The Great Reset and The War for the World, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Yes, you can get the book in stores. You can find it online. But if you want to get a historic signed copy and be part of our fundraiser to stay on air, go to InfoWarsStore.com and go to the book section and get your signed book. There are only about a 1,000 of these left. And when they're gone, they're gone. I'm never going to sign the book again we have a little limited edition thing coming out later that's a piece of art that goes with the book but i haven't even decided when i'm going to do that it may never happen but for just simple straight up signed books and to be part of this fundraiser this is the last time you'll be able to get the signed book at infowarstore.com i thank you all for your support please go to infowarstore.com and get your signed book today and i thank you for keeping us in the fight against the globalists